You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Even if you're not a crier, you will cry on the first time you step inside a theater. If you're, if you're a theater lover like I am, I... We all were just like beside ourselves, just the tears, just crying, just because we've been, we never, we didn't think it would happen, especially this soon. So it was a very emotional experience. Very. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage podcast, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you've never tried a free trial with us at Built for the Stage, go to the website builtforthestage.com or simply click the link in the description of this episode. We have a super exciting, different, unique interview for you today to listen to. Uh, But before we get to it, I just want to also thank our producing team, the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check out tons and tons and tons of different types of Broadway-themed podcasts. So check them out at bpn.fm. All right. We're coming from you here in the U.S., and we have a friend of ours all the way over in Australia that will be joining us on the podcast today. He's actually currently performing. Yes, you heard that correctly. He's performing in Come From Away in Australia. Please welcome to the podcast, Colby Kindle. Hey, Colby. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing so well, everyone listening. Uh, Colby is actually a Bill for the Stage fan member, and we've been working together since May, I think. May? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been can, a while. Can you believe it? We're, yeah, we're going to be approaching a year here, a, a one-year yeah. anniversary. Going to send you one of those new BFTS book bags for the celebration. But I, yeah, I, wanted, nice. to pu- I wanted to publicly congratulate you on your completion percentage. You are consistently doing your workouts. Um, so well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're fighting a little bit of a, a delay here uh, on our, our platform as we're communicating. So if there's any long pauses out there as you're listening, just embrace the dramatic effect. We are theater lovers, aren't we? Um, <laughs> the, beautiful, so, the beauty of distance. <laughs> yeah. it's. We were chatting before we started recording that it's 1 a.m. in uh, Australia, right? 
Yes. And I'm a night owl, so it works, you know. When everyone listening, when we were initially trying to schedule this interview, uh, Colby and I were saying like, all right, well, the first interview slots at 10. And if we do that, it'll be midnight. It's <laughs> I could do min I could do midnight. It's all good. And now we're sitting here and we realize that um the daylight savings time uh took an hour away. So now actually it's a 1 a.m. interview for Colby. Yeah. <laughs> Shook us up, but hey, we're making it work. I don't mind. Shook us up. You're in Melbourne, correct? Correct. Um, I'm here for another week. We're in our closing week here, and then we go to Brisbane. I saw that. Uh, March 21st, you're there till, right? Coming yeah. up, like, mm-hmm. uh, just about four days away or so. Yeah, we we opened in the middle of January, and uh, we'll reopen in the middle of January, and we're here till March. And then you're heading where next? Brisbane, which is in Queensland. And how, and will that be an extended sit down or how long will that be? Uh, that's only that's only going to be about two and a half months, and then we go to Sydney for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. I want to get into like the closing and the reopening and the excitement of that. But um, you're from the states, correct? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma. Uh, went to college in Ohio, and I lived in New York mm-hmm. for the past like eleven years. Where, um, where did you go to school in Ohio? I went to Otterbein University. Okay, Western very cool. Ohio. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. And one of my, oh, nice. one of my choices was Otterbein. What year did you, if you're willing, when, when did you go to Otterbein? Uh, 2006 to 2010. We're the same age. We would have been classmates. Oh, oh my oh, that's goodness. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. See, I should if if we could just turn back time and we could be classmates in, at Otterbein. Right. Um turn back time or right now I was actually talking to Patrick our technician just about like the funny just the fact that it's today for me but it's tomorrow uh as far as for me with you, you know, cuz it's yeah. 1 a.m. there. I'm like we need to turn this into a musical or, or there's right, something exactly. here there's there's something here well, right. I'm re- saying it always works because if I miss someone's birthday I'm not that far behind <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a day ahead so I'm always on time when it yeah. comes to birthdays it's great got it um <laughs> yeah so I brought up I wanted to just uh reaffirm that you you're from the states because you're in these productions in Australia and I know that there's a lot of our listeners that would be curious as to how do you end up you know booking something uh from being in the states in America here but booking something in Australia well I mean it's kind of like I uh, so for instance when wicked came over when wicked was here or when Hamilton just opened actually last night here or like any show that started out in America, they use the casting agency, uh, the same one that they would use to cast here if they're looking for American actors. And for this particular show, Come From Away, they were looking for an American actor for this role. So they went to Telsey, who cast Come From Away on Broadway in the tour. um, And they just uh, found uh, I just auditioned that way. So I just got to call like any other audition. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. You, the last tour you were on, though, it it wasn't come from away. You it was a Book of Mormon. Was your the last tour in the oh, states, or? Well, I did waitress, um, and waitress, waitress in this, uh-huh. but Book of Mormon was yeah, before yeah. waitress. Yeah, mm-hmm. got it, got it, got it. 
Okay, cool. So you're in Australia, you're performing Come From Away, you're living your best life, and then theaters close across the globe, um, which was awful. Let's mm -hmm. fast forward. Let's not relive that. We don't want to relive that. Let's fast <laughs> forward to the reopening. Okay, so because here in the States, we're all there's I'm actually going to um, the Oslo Theater's production of Camelot in Sarasota, Florida um, tonight. Mm. Oh, nice. So I just I just bring that up because like we're just starting to trickle in, you know, live performances here and there. But for all of us that are wanting like full fledged live uh, performances, give us some some joy and some hope. Tell us about what it was like to come back. Um, maybe like extra precautions you had to do for, you know, the health codes that are in place now with COVID. Just tell us that story of coming back to reopen. Well, you know, it was crazy when I was in the States and they were like, oh, so you're going back to Australia in three weeks. And so I, I literally had three weeks to like get everything up and running. And I was like, so wait, are they ready to open? And they were like, well, yes, but these are all the things you have to do. So we like get our temperature taken every time we enter and leave the building. Uh, we get tested for COVID once a week, every Thursday. And then um, the audience, uh, when we first started, everyone had to wear a mask and it was mandatory that everyone in the audience wear a mask. Um, so, and that's since they've gone, since they've had, I think, three weeks without any cases, they're starting to kind of let up on that. But uh, it's just a different world. And opening up, we were all nervous about, are people going to want to come out? Are they going to be nervous about coming back to the theater? And I can honestly say we... We've, we've been sold out for the past like two weeks only because people are so excited to be back at the theater and people are coming back because people, I don't think we realize how much we crave live entertainment. And when it's stripped away from us, the moment we get to like relive that, we run to it. And this is proof of that. The, like people have been coming out in droves. Yeah. Um, so does... Does a sellout actually mean that all the seats are filled or have they had to do some type of, okay, so they are, they're filling it out. They're packing it out. Yeah, for sure. So um, when we first, so they, we had a five day lockdown here. So the show stopped for five days because they had, uh, I, I want to say eight cases locally. So um, we had a five day shutdown. So when we opened back up, we could only be open to like 75% capacity. So we had to let that go. That, that had to happen for two weeks and now we're at full capacity again. So yes, full houses. Cool. And oh, uh, reopening night comes. What's what, what kind of electricity was that? Because I, I daydream often about, Oh, I, I'm whenever Broadway opens up, if I, if I'm able to, you know, be one of the people to get to see it, I just always daydream of just how crazy exciting it's going to be. How was that experience? It was, it's, it's unreal only because I promise you the tears will come. Even if you're not a crier, you will cry on the first time you step inside a theater. If you're, if you're a theater lover, like I am, I, we all were just like beside ourselves, just the tears, just crying, just because we've been, we never, we didn't think it would happen, especially this soon. So it was a very emotional experience. Very. How do the audience, you know, it is a story about, uh, 9-11 come from away um, actually for everyone that's listening, maybe there are some out there that aren't familiar. Do you have like a, a one minute summary in your own words of basically what come from ways about? Um, and that can kind of segue into my next question. 
Yeah, just like a what? So like basically the show, uh, without without making it too sad, it really is a show about 9-11, yes. But the after, it's really about the aftermath and what happened when this small town in Gander uh, took in 7,000 people who couldn't get into the uh, states uh, when 9-11 happened. So it's about this small town taking in all these people and really just coming together as a community to take care of all these people. So the show is shot in like a documentary style, uh, if you think about it, uh, because everyone's telling their story about what actually happened when they were in Gander. And these are based off real people. So Yeah, I love that so much about the show that it's based off of, you know, interviews that they actually did with the community members. Um. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So with this being about the story of 9-11 and it being more uh, based on this side of the pond, how is it still relevant? Because I think, it, I think you'll speak to just like the goodness of people you know like mm-hmm. that's buried deep deep inside some people it seems like it's buried way deep inside but it's in there maybe <laughs> <laughs> how how relatable is it to you know a to melbourne or or to anyone to anyone in you know humanity that comes and sees a show because i feel like it's so relevant to what we've been going through this past year mm-hmm. well it's funny here because there are people who love this show who were born after September 11th, 2001, you know? So, and they love this show. And I think it, it is what you said, human kindness. We all want that. We all want to feel loved, feel protected, feel safe. And this show does that. It taps into all of that. So I just think that that's, that's the universal appeal of this show. Even if you live, grew up in Australia, you still can listen to a story about what happened in the U.S., which was globally felt. But you can hear a story about something that happened in the U.S. and Uh, connect to that because it's just about human kindness yeah one of your characters you play bob right that's a new yorker that Mm -hmm. uh is a bit um i'll just say tight at the beginning (laughs) and he he goes through this you know transformation throughout the story Mm -hmm. um what's that like for you to go to do that um nightly uh each evening on the stage and also like have you yourself said to yourself like since this pandemic have you gone through subtle transformations as far as um you know how you view yourself or the world or etc yeah well i i think the i'm i'm very lucky in the fact that like with doing this show starting off so cynical and and like <laughs> negative really he does 
only because he's not used to that. He's not used to people being this kind. So I'm lucky in the fact that I get to kind of just go with the audience on this journey. I feel like the audience is with me. And like, so they're kind of like, what is this show about? And like, I'm figuring out these people, like they're figuring out the show. So I'm kind of lucky to have that, like that vibe with the audience. But also since this pandemic has happened, I'm approaching this role with so much vulnerability. I'm just like an open book. Like I'm just like so emotionally available for this role only because this past year was an emotional roller coaster for all of us. So I feel like every actor going back into theater will be so much more uh, emotionally willing to attack any role. <laughs> I just think that's definitely going to be the case. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you brought up how uh, your character, Bob's not as used to people being uh, friendly or nice. Isn't that funny how, you know, coming from a New York city experience or background where you'll go to another place and you're still in like New York mode and people are actually like smiling and saying hello to you. And you're like, what did I do? What? Like, why are you talking? Why are you talking to me right now? Like, what are you up to? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What's the, yeah. What's the catch? What are you selling? Um, how is that uh, for you in Australia? What's the difference, you know, for our curious listeners out there, um, and and myself, I've never been to Australia. I've never seen. Uh, I've never been in the theater scene there. You know, mm. what's your biggest takeaways as far as differences go from the New York life uh, as far as theater, and then uh, that in Australia? Well, I mean, or is it the same? Is it, it does mean, theater just hold true? You know, yeah, theater holds true. I mean, I always say theater people are the same everywhere, and me moving here, it's true. We're all wacky, crazy people. Uh, we we all want to feel validated. We all want to feel, we always feel like we're not good enough, you know, all those things. But everyone, I can say just the people here as theater goers, um, it's the same. It really is the same. You have those people who seriously, every show that comes to town, they're there, they're ready. They're excited. And like, they, they, they are, they've been trying to start this thing, calling this like the East end. Like you have West end Broadway and this is East end. Cause a lot of shows start in Melbourne and Sydney, like Moulin Rouge will be here soon. Um, and things like that. So there, so there is a theater vibe here and people love it. And, uh, I can say being a New Yorker coming here, especially during this pandemic and seeing how seriously they've taken the pandemic and how well they've handled it. I, I'm just an admiration. Like I'm just, I admire them so much just because they've really worked very hard to get to this point where they can have live theater. And I'm just reaping the benefits, honestly. Right. Right. I, I can't, I wouldn't be honest without saying that I'm very jealous of just the support and uh, leadership that they had to just, you know, get that all under wraps and be back so quickly. Yeah. it. I mean, they did a strict lockdown here, very strict, and they just followed the rules. They really did. So <laughs> with that. <laughs> Amazing how that works, right? It's, it's, it's really it's really that simple. And then they talk about it. They're like, it was a really dark time. It was hard on my mental health. I had a lot. And this wasn't easy. But because they just said, we, it's not just about me. It's about everyone. It's about me thinking about my neighbor, thinking about this person over here. With that teamwork, they're, they're really up and running right now, which is good. Uh, talking about going through, you know, a tough time, uh, I'll rewind to like May and, and then the thick of, uh, 2020, how was, uh, how was working out? How, how has your fitness training helped you? 
obviously it'll help physically, but just mentally um, having that being a part of a part of your day. What's your experience been with fitness in the midst of this? Well, the pandemic for you is kind of over, quote unquote. But how was that as you were in the thick of it? Well, I mean, when I got back to the states, I was just trying to. So I, I left here in March, flew back to the states, and that was like the start of everything. Yeah, and I was. To be honest, I was like the working out was the last thing on my mind only because I was so just trying to process what life was, what was happening in life. And then I was like, okay, so gyms are closed. So now what do I do now? And so then thank goodness you had the at home workouts and that was a lifesaver for my mental health. Like yes, physical, but like having that routine did so much for me in the pandemic, something to look forward to. And it really helped me out and like my eating habits and drinking was not the best, but just having that to feel like I'm kind of balancing it out really, like really helped. It really helped, you know? Yeah. I, I wanted to, to bring it up just as encouragement to everyone out there that like, sometimes when you're in a rut, you, you say things that like that to yourself, like, Oh, the last thing I'm thinking about is working out, which, you know, rightfully so, because there's so so many crazy things that we're having to go through on a daily basis. It seems like besides just the coronavirus that there's a new uh, hurdle that we probably are, you know, socially trying to overcome. But mm -hmm. the working out is really like it's medicine to the mind. It is. And um, anyone listening out there that is going through, uh, you know, troubling times like many of us are. You know, I just want to encourage you that, you know, moving your, your body is, you know, medicine to the mind. Yeah. And I mean, yes, it's called Bill for the Stage. And even though the stage isn't happening for a lot of people right now, it really is good mental medicine. It really, it really did. It really worked wonders for me. It really did. Yeah. Um, tell us something about uh, the next couple of days where you're going to be closing shop and then going to your next city. Um, how has it been as a cast, like, um, prepping for that transition? Like, are, ha, have they laid it out pretty clear that things will be the same as far as protocols go, or is it going to be different from city to city? You know, that's a good question. We, um, we actually have our company meeting tomorrow about that because each state is different. Their states are different. Uh, New South Wales, where Sydney is, is different than Victoria, where we are now. And then, uh, Brisbane's in Queensland, and they're, they're, they're all really good about dealing with cases by each state. And so when we get there, I don't, we, we don't really know. Uh, we're assuming that we'll have to do the same thing just to be safe, but we're not sure. Okay, so tomorrow's the big company meeting. We'll have to do a follow-up interview <laughs> to see what they say. <laughs> yeah, I'll, and, uh, yeah, I'll right. send it to you. You can just post like a little message. <laughs> 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 just send me the notes from the company meeting. I'll put that on our Instagram, uh, on our social media Absolutely. and let everyone know. <laughs> sure. All right, Colby, we're going to let you get to bed, my friend. Thank you so <laughs> much for, for staying up. Uh, it's now, you know, almost one 30 in the morning over there in Melbourne. Ah. So thank you so much. It's fine. I see one 30 often. We're good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> It's it's my pleasure and truly I'm just so um just excited and filled with joy that you're experiencing this um and that you are kind of like 
giving us hope over here. So uh, keep enjoying that time on the stage. I know you are um, and super happy for you uh, that you're getting to do what you love to do. I know I appreciate it. And again, thank you for giving me something to look forward to every day. I really, I really am grateful for it. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, everyone. That was Colby Kendall. Thanks so much for listening uh, to Bill for the Stage podcast. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Check us out on Instagram or TikTok at Bill for the Stage. We're on Twitter, BFTS Broadway. Um, Don't forget about our producing team, the Broadway Podcast Network, bpn.fm. All right. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.